welcome to visit with Grandpa. Imagine the streets and the interstates if we never cleaned car wrecks up and let them pile up. Whoa, how well would those streets work after a few wrecks? Here comes another car. Oh, well, that was my life until I learned how to clean up my emotional wrecks. And now I train mentors to help their families and their friends with addictions. So let's get started. Today's statement is from Sean Talbot. It is, stress makes a person fat, primarily because of an excessive secretion of a stress or a key stress hormone called cortisol. Cortisol, I should say, not cortisol. That's a problem because we're going to talk about getting fat today. No, we're going to talk about stress because we all say, oh, I messed up. And they say, no, I messed up. Well, let's define messed up. My definition of messed up is mind experiencing serious stress usurping power, which the first letters of all of that spells messed up. So your mind is experiencing serious stress usurping power, which means it's sucking power out of your brain. Does that not sound messed up? It does, doesn't it? You go, I messed up. Yeah, because you got serious stress sucking power from your brain. So let's let's explain this a little deeper because it fits exactly. I got a letter from a mom and she said, when I talk to my son, he shuts down. Yeah, it's a hormonal thing. <laughs> Eek, my son's got hormonal problems. No, not the kind we always think of. Yes, the truth of the matter is he does. He has the problem of cortisol. And cortisol creates a problem. But let's go back to your last assignment. So we can explain this and so you can see what experiences you have had to start with about cortisol. And then you're going to realize, holy cow, does it manage and control your life when you don't know it's out there? So did you look at the mirror for 30 seconds and correct your negative thoughts like I invited you to do? If you did, outstanding. If you didn't, why not? Because both answers are going to fit. If you did, then you'll know what I'm talking about. If you didn't, why not? Did you feel excited when you did it, if you did it? Or did you feel scared when you did it? Or did you feel scared to do it so you didn't do it? Where do you think that comes from? Because most likely you got pushback no matter whether you did it or didn't. If you did it, you got pushed back from that positive stuff you were throwing out there and your subconscious going, no, those aren't true. 
I messed up. Or if you didn't do it, you go, I'm not doing that. Because pushback was cortisol. What or what is cortisol for? Anybody ever wonder? Well, it's to prepare us for the saber-toothed tiger. I don't know if I believe all that stuff. I assume they're around, but I do believe that cortisol, and I do know that cortisol is prepare us for fight, flight, or freeze. So it's to prepare us to protect ourselves and get ready to protect ourselves against something dangerous, something scary, something horrific. For example, just think of the opposite. What would happen if we had a cortisol dump into our blood system just before we ate Christmas dinner? Or what would happen if we had a cortisol dump into our system just before we were tucked into bed? Or when we watched Scooby-Doo, where are you? Do, 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 do. Well, you know what's sad? Kind of funny, you think of it one way. Yeah, that would be weird if we had a cortisol dump, but there are people that do because something bad happened before Christmas dinner or bad things were happening to them in the middle of the night or me Scooby-Doo. I don't know if you've listened long enough. If you have, you've heard me tell the story of Scooby-Doo. When I was a kid, I was so scared of the dark that I could not watch Scooby-Doo in the winter time. Why? because it was on Saturday morning cartoons and it was on early morning. And in the winter time, it was still dark. Oh, dark thirties when it started. Scared the bejeebies out of me. I could handle it when the sun was up, not in the dark, unless somebody else was there with me. Why? Because cortisol was dumped in my system. I do not know why I was scared of the dark, but I was. Big time. In fact, my friends from my childhood still think that's funny because I had a huge fear. What does cortisol do when it dumps into our system? Well, it prepares us, like we know, for fight. Yeah, you get your sword out. I'm ready to fight. Gives you all that power or flight, which means run away. When I was in law enforcement, a lot of people would get that cortisol and they'd take off. In fact, one time, <laughs> just before I retired, well, it's probably a couple years before I retired, we caught this young guy and he was mocking me because I was kind of, you know, when I was on edge and I was waiting for him. He looks at me like, kids, what's with you? Are you all hyped up? And I looked at him and said, well, yeah, because I have to, I'm old now, you know, don't I look old? And he looked at me like, what? I says, I have to go one way. And 50-50 chance I'll have a catch you. Because if I guess the right way, I've got you. But if I guess the wrong way, I'm going to look stupid. <laughs> he looked at me like, you dumb dude. And then he finally smiled and says, okay, okay. But I had to be ready for the fight too. But I wasn't scared. I was just training. But his was real flight. What's the biggest kicker of cortisol is freeze. Why freeze? 
Well, I'm going to ask you why. Because we have goals that we want to do, things we want to accomplish, and what bites us? What's our behavior when we have them? We freeze. Goal setting is scary for 98% of the population, according to Success Unlimited magazine. Now, they didn't say why, but my, my projection and my belief of why is because cortisol dumps in their system. They've had bad experiences. They don't know how to accomplish it. Therefore, you want me to do something that I don't know how to accomplish? That's scary because, one, I don't feel safe, and two, I don't have control if I don't have control. Duh. But you don't have control if you don't have control, and that's scary because we want to have safety and be in control. So cortisol dumps, and then we're getting this bad feeling, this fight. I'm going to fight against my goal. I'm going to fight against what my mom says. I'm going to fight against what you know the boss says. Flight, I'm going to run away. I'm just not going to do it. Or freeze. one of those three how familiar does that sound to you does it make start making sense well then now let's go back to this we talked about the coach teaching the super champion well how, how strong is cortisol in teaching our subconscious mind really strong so now you can see a reason we need to clean up the past and fix it, especially because next time I'm going to talk about the Sargent effect, which has to do with cortisol also. So you want to tune into that. But the Sargent effect is only a partial part of the problem. If we just look at cortisol alone, we have a whole bunch of issues that cortisol could teach us in a bad way. Just like I said, you're scared to get tucked into bed. We're scared to eat Christmas dinner. We're scared of all these great things. We're scared of success because cortisol has taught us because of negative past experiences, emotional wrecks. Then cortisol gets dumped in our system. Anytime we get close to that, it has taught us that we don't deserve. You know, I remember talking to a person just got out of jail and he says and I, and I said you know he says I've struggled with Matthews all my life I said no you haven't and he you know looked at me like yeah you smart I'm like what what do you mean this is can I be frank with you I'm not trying to be frank like they are on mash when he says yeah I'll be frank I'm talking about Frank Burns this is can I be frank with you I said, yeah I says you haven't struggled with M Matthews you struggled with struggled with self-hatred then his eyes open and he goes yes i have i says the problem with that is then you hate yourself when you walk around all the time boom 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 and the cortisol is dumping your system boom 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 i says yeah i says can i ask you a question he says yeah I says how old were you when your parents got divorced <laughs> this one i wasn't ready for he says i was adopted I turned to him and asked the same question I always do. Whose fault was that? He just ducked his head and said, mine. And I went, really? You're an infant. I said, I know. I says, what infant out there would you say 
was the blame for their parents putting you up for adoption. His eyes kind of glistened. And we had a little talk. I hope, hope he can figure out the cortisol that he has dumped in his system. Because then I talked about lenses and the lens he'd put on of self-hatred. When he was done, he said, man, nobody's ever talked to me. Nobody's ever discussed it like that. I said, I understand. Unfortunately, I don't know what happened. But let's just say he figured it out. Let's make our own story, right? So I invite you to start understanding cortisol. And this is how I want you to do it. I want you to just kind of look into your past and identify three places in your life right now where cortisol, I said that wrong, look in your past. No, I want you to look right now for three places cortisol is slowing you down or stopping you or that you're fighting against something that you truly desire. And then once you found those, tell the next podcast, watch to see if you can see the same thing happening in other people. Don't say anything to them, just watch. You can send them love, forgiveness and gratitude, positive energy, but don't say anything to them. Because then we get to start having empathy for others. And that helps us have empathy for ourselves. And empathy is a great powerful tool against cortisol. Okay, see you later.